Good morning, everyone. I'm Pastor Brandon. And I'm Pastor Cronita. And you are listening to Wake Wake Up Up with with the the Whitfields. We are decreeing and declaring this to be the year of increase. For 21 days, we will leave you in a Daniel's fast. Our mission is to see the devil defeated and God exalted. Make sure you listen every morning, Monday through Friday, for daily devotionals, powerful testimonies, and special guest interviews, and so much more. Now, let's dig in. Good morning, everybody. Happy Thursday. It is Thursday. It is Thursday. Yes. Why did you look like that when I said happy Thursday? I don't know, but I'm still struggling. Still struggling. (laughs) Come on. Day three. Day three. Yes. We're on day three of fasting. And I just want to do some, um, a little house cleaning. I hope everyone participated in communion on yesterday. And we are so sorry if it wasn't clear to everybody that we want to gather together on one accord as a church to participate in communion on Wednesdays every week during this fast. So if you did not participate in communion yesterday, we kindly ask that you do communion before the week is over with at some point. And then next week, let's all do it together in the spirit of unity on Wednesday. Yes, yes. Thank you for clarifying that. I think that's going to really be able to put a lot of people on um, the right track. Yes, and on one accord. Yeah. Because we want to stay together. Come on, somebody. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So make sure you guys do that. Communion, you know, is an awesome time of worship with your family, with your spouse, or just by yourself. But just remember that the Bible says as often as you do it, to do it in remembrance of him. So no matter who you're doing it with or as often as you're doing it, just keep God in mind put him in a center focus and um, that's what makes it work that's what makes the worship work Mm -hmm. when it comes through uh, communion today we are really going to piggyback off of what we talked about on yesterday I feel like we can go a little bit deeper than what we touched on on yesterday yesterday was so good and if you didn't listen make sure you go back and and listen um, to the uh, broadcast Uh, but today we're going to be talking um, from a subject called about the food and not about the food Mm -hmm. yeah think that's gonna be good yeah so we go a little bit deeper you know when jesus stood on the hillside overlooking the sea of galilee he made a number of statements that included the words you have heard it said but i say that was not jesus adding to the old testament law but rather correcting the interpretation of it for even in the law god required clean hands and a pure heart that was the whole point of Jesus' sermon on the mount. You know, when we in, interpretation is everything. Yeah. You, know, you can read something in the scripture, and if you get the wrong interpretation and run with it, mm-hmm. then you're kind of running in the wrong spirit of it. Yeah. So it's important for us to not just read the word, but for us to get the understanding of what God meant when he said what he said. Yeah. And it's the same thing when it goes to fasting. It's important for us to not just follow the very fundamental rules of the fast, Mm -hmm. but our heart posture has to be in the fast. For example, you cannot eat the foods that's on the list of foods not to eat, but if your heart is not in it, then all you did was for 21 days, just give up a certain thing. Yeah. But the gain from that, you'll opt out on because your heart was not in the fast the way it should be. Your heart posture is 
everything. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's this, I think someone had once said before that if you're just um, removing the food, but you're not praying and you're not um, seeking the Lord, you're not adding those things to the fast. And it's really not a fast. It's just a diet. Right. 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 So if we are going to pursue this thing, then we have to pursue this thing with every part of our heart, with our whole being. It is it is following the physical aspect of removing the food and it is adding the spiritual aspect as praying and adding those scriptures and making those connections and building those community at the same time. Right. Absolutely. All those components make it the fast. Absolutely. And you know what? I grew up in church, so I saw my uh, I saw my parents fasting. I saw uh, my aunts and my uncles and all of my family, really, I've seen them fast. But I don't know that I completely got the understanding from it. I always knew, oh, yes, you're supposed to give up this or you're supposed to give up that. But the spiritual aspect of it. I'm not so certain that that was passed down to me. I kind of had to discover that on my own through and by my relationship with Jesus Christ. But I will tell you, fasting is a powerful thing. And we would be doing you a disservice if we only talked about the stuff that you have to give up Mm -hmm. and never really mention the things that you are going to gain. You are going to gain a greater sense of spirituality. You are going to walk in power. You are going to kind of peek behind the curtain of the limits that have been placed on you, maybe by yourself, maybe the enemy has placed you in a blockage or whatever. But when you fast, you break those things off, you break the limits and you start tapping in to the anointing that God wants you to flow in. You know, don't even think it's strange as you fast that you get different dreams or that you get the desire to wake up in the middle of the night to pray or that you have more strength, that you have more energy because it's a spiritual thing that flows over into the natural thing. Yeah. I mean, we're on day three and I woke up this morning and I asked my wife, like, I feel like I've got so much energy. And she said the same thing. And it's, I can I tell you, it's not just physical energy, but spiritually you have energy as well. God is giving you a world, a robust amount of energy in the spirit. You know, you can feel some fatigue sometimes when it comes to spiritual things because you can see that there are issues that need to be prayed about. But when you don't fast and you don't live a life of consecration, you may not even have the energy or the strength spiritually to fight or to combat those things. But when you fast, it gives you spiritual strength Mm -hmm. to go after those things. You're not too tired to pray. Yeah. You're not too weary to fight in the spirit. Mm -hmm. So this is the time to combat the things that were too heavy for you to fight when you were not fasting. This is the time to tackle the big things that were coming against you where you may have felt like this is too big for me to fight on Mm -hmm. my own Mm -hmm. prior to you fasting. Now that you're fasting. Now that you've got the energy, now that you've got the strength, this is the time to go after the cancer. And now that you got the time. Yes. You know, now that you have positioned yourself to literally block out everything else and just focus on God, mm-hmm. you have the time now. Yeah. You're creating your altar. This is your space and your time mm-hmm. that you are putting before God during these 21 days. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as Pastor Brennan was talking, it reminded me that this is the time that we are renewing our mind. Mm-hmm. We are renewing our mind. And Romans chapter 12, verse 2 tells us, And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed Transform. by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what 
is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. God has a perfect will for our lives. There is a way that he wants us to live. There Mm. is a way that he wants us to talk. There is a way that he wants us to receive of him. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. But we get so distracted by the food, y'all. Yes. We get distracted by the things of life. Yeah. We get distracted by the situations that are happening around us. Uh And so what happened is we miss the opportunity to pull on the anointed of God, to receive of him, to, to, to get what's in the storehouse. Listen, your blessing is already there. It's already already stored up. It's already want to be released. And so we get so distracted. We don't have time to pray. We don't have time to read our word. We don't have time to build our community. We don't have time to seek the Lord. We don't have time for his presence because we're so busy fighting the fight on our own. Mm. And Romans tells us, they um, Paul tells us, don't be conformed. No, not to this world. Don't be so caught up in the patterns and the mm. things that the world is doing. Mm. But I want you to transform your mind. Yes. How are you transforming your mind? Mm. You may say, we are doing it right now. Yes, yes. This is how we transform our mind. Mm. We get in our word. We get on our knees. We pray. Come we on. fast. Mm-hmm. You know, we fight back at the enemy. We don't mm. allow him to come up in our house and just do whatever he he wants to do, mm-hmm. but we get our oil out and we start anointing our windows and we start anointing our kids and ourselves mm-hmm. and their pillowcase and the shoes that yes, your husband yes, walk yes, in yes. because maybe you want your house to be saved. Yeah. Maybe you want your family to be saved. Maybe you need a new way of thinking and a new way of living this life. Mm-hmm. This is how you renew your mind so that every day you can prove mm-hmm. what is good. Yes. And what is acceptable unto God, mm-hmm. you can do it. Yes, absolutely. You I can agree. live out the righteousness of God. I agree. I agree. Yes, holiness is still right. Yes, I agree. And you know, the enemy will work it to the point where um, he will use our fast even to distract us yeah. if we allow him to. Yeah. If we allow him That's to so use true. our fast to distract us, it'll become more about the food mm-hmm. than it is about the spiritual food, mm-hmm. about what's happening in the spirit world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Don't be distracted about getting it right. Yes. Oh, I got to make sure what's in this recipe is this and what's in mm-hmm. this recipe is that. Forget that. Yeah. Forget it. Because we give you a fast so that we can all be on the same cord. Mm-hmm. So we can all walk in unity. Yeah. But the real thing is the sacrifice. Yeah. Okay. It's all about the sacrifice. It wasn't just about not doing a certain action when it came to Jesus' sermon on the mount. Whether it was murder, adultery, or divorce, Jesus was pointing out that the issue goes deeper than just avoiding a certain action Mm -hmm. or in our case, just avoiding a certain food. Mm -hmm. It starts with the condition of your heart. Yeah. So he went deeper. For example, don't just try to avoid murdering someone. Mm -hmm. No, he says, deal with the hate that you have in your heart towards that person. Because if you deal with the hate that you have, you won't murder the person because you won't murder someone that you love. That's so true. That's good. So it all comes down to the conditioning of your heart, Mm -hmm. which brings us back to Proverbs. You guys know it. 4 and 23. Mm -hmm. Come on, let's all say it together. Above Above all else, (laughs) guard your heart. For everything everything you do, flows from it. Pastor Brandon, can I just interject real quick? I think that is just so good that you just said that because a lot of times we focus on the surface thing. Yes, yes. Girl, he did this. But let's focus at the heart level. Yeah, yeah. 
Let's focus at the heart level. You know, why is it that when that person walks in the room, I get such rage? Come on. It's not that I want to hurt that individual, but there's something on the inside that is going on in my heart that is taking place that when that person walks in the room, I get annoyed. I can't talk to them. I can't look to them in their face. We have to take a look at that because that is what the enemy Mm -hmm. is using as your temptation. He is not using... um, A lot of times we think that the enemy is using... You know, oh, I, I hate her. I can't stand her. I can't stand this. I can't stand that. But really, is the temptation is coming in a different form. Yeah. You know, it's a different form. And now, I will say this example, and then I'll move on. I, I was listening to Jake's the other day, and he had said that he, way back in when, he had this girl that tried to come at him. And um, he was not attracted to the girl. He was not excited about the, the being with the person. He couldn't even stay in the person. Um, so the person person had asked him well most temptation comes in the form of attraction when you think of another when you think of the opposite sex Mm -hmm. so he said well what is the real feeling that you get when you get that person Mm -hmm. when that person comes in the room he said rage Mm -hmm. and he said that's where your temptation is because Mm -hmm. the enemy temptation to you comes in the form of you losing your integrity Mm -hmm. losing everything that you have losing everything that you've built Mm-hmm. And so that's what we have to do when we look at the enemy. Mm-hmm. When he comes in the room, we have to say, what do you really want me to give up? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is it that you really want me to give up? I've been praying. I've been fasting. I've been living my life. I've been trying to be an example to my family. I've been trying to be an example for those around me. I, I'm finally coming back to church and people around me and my family is saying, oh my goodness, she's doing it. But she used to be like this. Mm-hmm. But then the enemy comes and start to make you do things or, or show you ways that you should act out and that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to give up the very example, mm. the very renewed mind that you are obtaining. Mm-hmm. He, he wants you to give up that. Mm. And so yes. as we look at this text, you know, and Jesus is talking about, you know, it's, it's the food. Mm. It's the food. Mm. I want you to focus on my word. I want you to focus on the spiritual things that you are obtaining. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to, to worry about all the stuff that's going on around you, but yeah. I really want you to look at your heart. Yeah. I really want you to look at the issues of your heart. And if I if I go from a medical perspective, did you know that the heart is the last organ to fail? Wow. That after everything has happened, if if you if your body was to go into a shock or go into any kind of um, condition where you lose your life, your heart is the last for, organ to fail. And the reason why is because the organ, even though all other parts of the body are, you know, all other organs are important, the organ has a major job. Mm. And that is the pump blood throughout the whole entire body. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And so God is like, I want the major part of your heart. The major part, yes. I want the major part of your life. Yeah. I want you to give me your heart because the Bible says in Ma- and what is it Matthew chapter six verse twenty one four where your treasure is therefore your heart will also your heart be is always going to be there absolutely absolutely and God has always been interested in targeting the main thing yeah you know we spend time kind of uh, you know I guess like mopping over the smaller things in our life mm-hmm. but we never really want to get to the root of it you know what I'm saying and we always wonder well why does this thing keep happening mm-hmm. no matter what from relationship to relationship I end the relationship with this person and I get into another relationship with another person yeah. but the same issue keeps coming up why because you divorced the person but you didn't 
didn't divorce the actual issue. Yeah. You've got to deal with the root. Yeah. And God is trying to get us to understand that what we are focusing on, what we have been focusing on is mediocre. Mm -hmm. Giving up the food is not the focus. The focus is what we are gaining spiritually. Yeah. Giving up the food is a way for us to not be distracted yeah. by the things that distract us every day. People are giving up more than just food. Sometimes people are giving up internet. They're giving up social media. They're giving up socializing. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever it is that serves as a distraction in people's life for the next 21 days, we're now for the now for the next 19 days, we're giving that up so that God can become the center focus in our life. And when he's the center focus, the benefit of that is walking in the spirit in a way that you've never walked in it before. Yeah. So his sermon on the mountain was absolutely powerful. Jesus wasn't giving us a naughty deeds checklist to try to avoid and then a good deeds checklist to try to perform. No, he said, it's a heart issue. Yeah. So when we fast, we say to Jesus, Jesus, I love you so much that I love you more than X, Y, and Z. Think about right now what it is that you're giving up. You personally, you know, we have laid out a general fast that everyone has is following, but then individually people are doing their own thing. So think about what it is that you're giving up individually. And I'm going to read that statement again. And when I get to the point where I say, I love you more than, I want you to think about the things that you're giving up. So Jesus said, I love you so much that I love you more than I love whatever it is that you're giving up. That's powerful because it places God on the throne in your life. He already sits on the throne, but it places him on the throne in your life. And that's where it really counts. So this is why fasting something that you hardly ever eat or that you don't even enjoy is really not fasting. A fast is about sacrifice. So if what you've given up isn't a sacrifice, then you got to go back to the drawing board and you need to fast something that sacrifices. If you're already a vegan and we put you on a Daniel's fast, you didn't sacrifice anything. No. So you need to find something that you do that you enjoy and say, God, I'm going to give it up because I I don't enjoy it more than I enjoy you. Mm. And I'd rather have more of you because if you take this stuff away and I don't have you, I'm left with nothing. Yeah. So I'd rather have you. That's Amen. Good. That's such a great note. Amen. This is good. And we can really go on with this topic forever, but we're not. No. <laughs> we're going to get up. We're going to go to work yes. and we're going to have a wonderful day. And so are you. You're going to have a wonderful day. God's going to do some great things in your life. This is day three of fasting and prayer. My God, on day three, Jesus got up. Woo! He got up out God. of the grave. Yes, Lord. On day three. Come so on here. there was power on day three. Yes. What do you need to get up? Come on. Oh, God. Don't I feel like preach. preaching. No, no, no. My God. Brr, 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 brr. <laughs> I feel, That's my piano, y'all. I feel calling behind brr, brr. me right now. Brr, brr. Yes. What is it that you need to give up? What is it that looks like it's dead and dormant? This is the day 
to call it forth. Get up. This is resurrection day. Happy yeah. resurrection day. <laughs> God's about to wake some stuff up that's been yes. sleeping. Yes. My God, I love that. I love it. I love it. You guys are going to have an amazing day. I'm looking forward for the blessings that God is going to release into our into my lives and also into your lives today. Yeah. Yes. Amen. God Amen. bless y'all. Take care. Take care. Oh, we forgot to pray. Oh, Lord. And we forgot to give the people the scripture. Oh, Jesus. What's wrong with us? We're too awake. <laughs> we're, trying to, we're trying to get to the kids to wake them up, I guess. All right. So I'm going to pray. And um, if you could look up those scriptures for today's um, devotion. Dear God, we thank you so much for this day. Uh, We just want you to know, Lord, that you do have our heart. Even though sometimes we find it hard to say that you have our heart over everything else. Today, we realize, God, that you really are the center focus. Mm. And if we have anything in our heart, in our mind, in our spirit that takes your place, even if it's just a little, we pray, God, that you will reveal those things to us so that we can move them to the back seat and put you in the front seat. Mm-hmm. You're the center focus of my life. You are the source of my income. You are the source of my healing. You are the source of my joy. You're the source of my peace. That does not come from other things. It all comes from you. You have everything that I need. You have everything that they need. And I pray, God, that you will become center focus of our day. You will become center focus of our life from here on out. In Jesus' name I pray. And the church said. Amen. Amen. What are our scriptures for today? Our scriptures for today, you guys, is Matthew chapter 5, verses 21 through 22. And our other scripture for today is Proverbs 4. 20, verse 23. So I'll read that again, Matthew chapter 5, verses 21 through 22, and Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. Have an amazing day. Yes, God bless y'all. Take care.